0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Eating for Energy and Weight Loss. I am your host, Rita Haddad. I am here today to give you the final four steps in this 12-step journey of rediscovering the creative flow that flows within all of us, the creative flow that allows us to make decisions and problem solve with the full spectrum of color that that can free us from limiting beliefs and old patterns and old ways of thinking that allows us to recognize that we too can change and become whoever we desire to be. If you've been listening for long enough, then you'll know that I am all about natural healing. And what that means is healing from the inside out, whether that be cellularly, physiologically, biologically, um, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, the list can go on and on. But I'm all about doing the self-work and making the changes necessary so that you can heal and you can begin moving in a forward direction and the quality of your life will respond accordingly. So the more that you are open-minded to change, And you make some of the changes that you hear here on the show, then the more your quality of life will go up and you will be able to find that your relationships will transform your interactions with people, um, the way that you work at your job, the way that you view yourself, the way that you interact with your children. Um, and just your general perception of the world around you and the experiences that you have, they will all begin to transform as you begin incorporating these steps into your life. So I hope for your sake, my friend, that you are open-minded and willing to trying these things and that if you do, you find how powerfully beneficial that they are in your life. So as always, I encourage you to contact me via the show notes, the link provided, the podcaster bio whatever methodology you're using to listen to this, there is some way to reach me, connect with me, um, and share your experiences. Tell me your story and send me your questions because I love to hear from you. I love to hear from my listeners and I want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. So sh- share with me what you're struggling with and let me be a guide for you. Um, ask me your questions so that I can answer them in these episodes. And share with me your story because I love to get to know you and I love to know who's on the other end of this mic here. So if you've been listening, then the last few weeks, you'll know that I've shared already with you eight tips for basically increasing your quality of life, relieving yourself of drama and letting go of the people who are draining you of your energy so that you can flourish and you can bloom. So today I will share with you the final four steps and I hope that you will take them to heart and that you will begin to incorporate them when you find yourself ready. If anything that I say here doesn't resonate with you, by all means, check it or share it with someone that it fits well with. Um, I won't be offended, but I hope that there are some little golden nuggets in here that you can Squeeze out that you can take with you and hold in your heart and keep close to you to help you along on your journey. If anything that I ever say here resonates with you, please, please share the show and share the episode with your friends and your loved ones because a change begins with us, right? So for every one person we help, that person will help one person and so on and so forth. And the world will slowly but surely become a better place. I believe it to be true and I hope you do too. So today, final four, um, I don't know, health hacks, wellness tips, what do you want to call them to help you, uh, increase your quality of life and living and basically feel better about yourself and have a better life altogether. So number nine, or the first one that I'll be sharing with you today is to recover your enthusiasm. Put fear in its place by rediscovering what excites you. So somewhere along the way, we started out as children who were fearless and creative and played with reckless abandon and thought we were invincible. And, you know, we lived our lives without self-judgment and without judgment of others. But somewhere along the way, as we grow and change and as we experience the world, that changes and we become fearful and we become judgmental of self and of others and we become afraid to try new things. We get serious. We forget how to play and we forget how to have fun. And when that happens, then you basically stop tapping into that flow of creativity. You stop trusting. You stop um, Remembering what ignites your fire, and then that leads to just being unhappy generally, miserable for some people. I hope not for you, but for some people that leads to misery. And one of the steps to getting back on your path is to give your perspective a thorough checkup and decide whether your perspective of yourself, your perspective of the world is serving your goals for growth and expansion. If so, hooray, good for you. Give yourself a pat on the back. If not, go back and listen to any of the prior episodes that I have here on the show and begin um, incorporating some of these tips into your life so that you can shift. And that shift will allow you to tap back into that creativity, that reckless abandon, that uh, lack of fear that will then help you to increase your quality of living. I'm challenging you today to find value in every single experience all the time, which sounds daunting and impossible. Like, I think to myself, okay, I spend about two hours a night after everybody's in bed cleaning up from dinner, putting food away, packing lunches, and hand-washing dishes. I know, can you believe it? It's 2023 and I still hand-wash dishes. I can't believe it myself. But... Sometimes, as much as that all sounds dreadful and daunting, and it's the last thing that I want to do at nine p m when I'm exhausted and I've been up since you know five thirty in the morning, I find joy in it because it's the one moment of peace and relaxation when I can turn something on the TV, I can plug in my earphones, I can relax and watch a show that like doesn't make me think hard. <laughs> And I really truly enjoy that time and I look forward to it. And that's what I'm asking of you, my friends. I'm asking you to take the mundane, the everyday, the daunting, the dreadful, and to find value in it in every opportunity that you can. Now, there will be some opportunities when you might be in pain or you might be in the doctor's office, and those opportunities might not you know, you might not be able to take out any joy from those or extract any joy or peace from those experiences, but you can find value. You can find value. There is value in everything that we experience. Energy is meant to be in motion at all times. And when energy gets stuck or stagnant, you lose your ability to think and perform creatively. And so, what happens is that as we were growing and we were those fearless children, we were constantly in motion and our inner energy was constantly in motion. And somewhere along the way, through Judgments or criticisms or negative experiences, or um, getting a poor grade on a test in school, or hearing someone tell us that we were not their friend anymore and they didn't want to play with us at recess, whatever the case may be, those little bits of energy become stuck. And when those little bits of energy become stuck, they sort of prevent, they're like cholesterol in the arteries, they prevent other pieces of energy from moving freely. And then the energy builds and it sticks and then nothing flows. And before you know it, we're these cranky old people who are unhappy with our lives and don't know how to break free from that. Creativity, as I talk about it in these episodes, and as I talk about it in my articles, refers to everyday problem solving, something like creative meal planning, stunning works of art if you're a fine artist, or everything in between, right? So how you solve problems, how you view the world, how you interact with people, these things all require creativity from you. When your energy stops flowing, that creativity stops flowing, and then you get in a rut, and then you begin to use words like lazy or procrastinating or, I don't know, any number of negative words that you might choose for yourself that are not helping you to move forward. So I'm encouraging you here to make these small changes so that you can begin to move forward. So don't incorrectly label yourself as Um, lazy or procrastinating. It's stagnation. It's stagnated energy. And use this episode or any of these episodes as an impetus to move through that and to get your energy flowing again so that you can come out on the other side. Okay, next tip is number 10. Learn to trust yourself. Let your body and your intuition be your guide. So the way that our brain develops in utero There is a part of our brain on the right brain that's directly connected to our nervous system. What that means is that before any of your five senses gets an opportunity to take in information from the outside world, translate it through the left brain into words that you recognize, and then you're able to give voice to that experience with words or sounds, which all of this takes nanoseconds. Your right brain senses the experience and it's often sensed with a physical response. It is directly connected to your nervous system, my friends. This is little known information. I don't know why it's not taught in schools, but if you've read my book and if you've listened to my episodes, then you know this information to be true. This portion of the right brain is directly connected to your nervous system, which means that as you receive information from the outside world... Even the inside world, even your own thoughts and experiences, you get a visceral, physical, somatic response. The problem is we've learned to ignore this response, and I'm challenging you today to Begin cluing in and paying attention, use a little bit of awareness and begin noticing that inner response. The example I love to give is when you see a shocking picture, whether it's a picture that a child drew that shocked you, like um, I saw these a lot in my practice in art therapy. Um, I was working in a psychiatric hospital and as an art therapist in a psychiatric hospital, you see a lot of shocking things. Your natural first response is that, (gasps) right? It's before the sound happens, your body jumps back and maybe you might put your hand up to your mouth, but you get a physical response before you get a vocal response because the right brain is connected to the body and the information comes in, has to travel to the left brain where it's assigned words and sounds in the left brain, and then you are able to give voice to them. So again, these things happen milliseconds, nanoseconds apart from one another, but they do happen separately. So take this experience out into the real world. Someone says something offensive or hurts your feelings or gives you exciting news. It doesn't have to always be negative. Maybe there's something positive. Let's say your best friend told you that she just got a job promotion. You'll often find that there's an excitement and maybe you reach in for a hug, but You reach in for the hug before you say, oh my goodness, I'm so excited for you, congratulations. There's a pause between the two of them. I'm asking you to start paying attention and noticing because your body knows what's up, my friends. Your body knows. It's like building a muscle. It takes a little bit of work over a long period of time, but the more you clue in and the more aware you are, the more you'll begin noticing these visceral responses because your body knows, your brain knows. It takes in that information and it knows what's going on before your brain has a, before your left brain has a chance to process that information and make sense of it. So I'm asking you today to trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your gut, whether that is a feeling in your stomach or a knowing in your heart. Trust it because your body knows. Pay close attention. And notice when resistance comes up, because the opposite of resistance is trust. And I'm asking you to trust. And if resistance comes up, it means you're not trusting. And I want you to do the work and to say, hey, I'm not trusting. What is making me fearful about trusting? Is it that I've been burned in the past? Is it that this hasn't worked for me? Is it that I don't fully believe what I'm hearing, so it's not going to work? Whatever it is, call it out. And okay, maybe this time I'm not going to follow through. I'm not going to trust, but maybe next time I will. Okay, the next step, number three or number 11 in our step of 12 on this journey is find value from within. Now, if you heard my episode from last week, then you heard that I already started talking about this. Looking for self-worth from outside is like expecting somebody else to breathe for you. It's true. 150%. I'll say it again. Looking for self-worth from outside is like expecting somebody else to breathe for you. If somebody else is breathing for you and they stop breathing, you will die. They will not die. On the flip side, you hear um, anger is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. It's exactly the same, but the opposite. If that makes any sense to you, I'm sure you've heard one or both of these at some point in your life. And if you haven't, I want you to hit rewind and write them down. Um looking for self-worth outside expecting other people's compliments or accolades expecting other people to give you value for your own life is the same as expecting someone else to breathe for you when you can't breathe for yourself you don't have control over that your life will fall apart and the same goes for self-worth and value when you don't have intrinsic self-worth and value, when you don't fully, truly believe that you are good enough and you are worthy enough, because you fully, truly believe it, then you will have pain and heartache in your life and things will be difficult for you. This will affect your relationships. This will affect your behaviors. Think about yeah, and I, I hate to use this example, but I'm going to because I think it's something that all people have witnessed or most people can relate to. Think about young women or young girls who are just growing into themselves and just becoming young adults. Some of these women have loud behaviors, loud voices, maybe some of them dress provocatively because they want attention from others. Okay, I'm gonna stop it at that. Whatever kind of attention they want, it's none of my business, it's not up to me. But this is an observable fact that some young girls, young ladies, maybe even some women that you know, behave or act or dress in this certain way to elicit a response or get attention from other people. Okay, when this happens, these people are looking for value and worth from outside. A young woman who's confident of herself, who knows her value and her worth, a woman who truly believes I am worthy and deserving of love simply because I exist as a human being and I don't need anybody outside of myself to prove that to me that's the woman who can carry herself however she wants to, regardless of what type of attention she gets. If she chooses to carry herself in a loud way or in a provocative way, it's because she so desires, not because she's doing it for attention. Do you see the difference? It's subtle, but it's there. If I choose to wear a skimpy top and a miniskirt, which I've done before, It's because it makes me feel good and I feel sexy. And I want to put myself out there and I want to have a good time. Not because I think it will draw me attention from guys or girls. Not because I think it will land someone in my bed tonight, not because I think it will make me feel loved by anybody or because it will make me feel pretty because of the compliments that I might receive from wearing that sort of an outfit. It has to be because I truly want to wear that outfit. It has to come from within. When it comes from within and your intentions are good, by all means, put yourself out there. But this has to translate to all things in your life, not just the example that I'm using. The example that I'm using is just an overt example to kind of help you to understand what I'm saying. Value has to come from within, and you have to truly believe it. And you may not believe it. You may say, I hear what I'm saying. I hear what so-and-so is saying when they compliment me, but I don't fully believe it. And I hear this, from people all the time, my friends. You will not believe how many people are kind and compassionate and loving and gorgeous and amazing and wonderful people. And you say this to them and they say, I hear you, but I don't believe it. And that's okay. Keep telling yourself and keep telling others in your life, because someday when they're ready, they'll push through that block, they'll get that energy moving, and they will be ready to hear the beautiful words that are coming out of your mouth, whether that's for yourself or for someone else. Don't stop. Don't stop. Be the light in their life. Okay, the last step that I'm sharing on this 12-step journey, and the last step that I'm sharing with you today is to have faith take yourself lightly and learn how to play. As I said earlier in this episode, somewhere along the way, as children growing into young adults, growing into full-blown adults, we forget how to have fun. We forget how to have play. As a counselor, as a therapist, as an art therapist, you don't know how many people I've heard say, I'm not going to be caught dead coloring, especially not with crayons. What am I, a kindergartner? Hey, you know what? In art therapy, Coloring with crayons, that opens you up to a lot of things. I'm not asking you to go color with crayons today, my friends. I'm asking you to laugh. Laugh at yourself, have fun, be free, and learn how to play. Don't be so serious all the time. Get that energy flowing, whether that means putting on some face paint with your friends, with your children, with your friend's children, whether that means going out for a night of dancing and fun and booze and laughter with your girls, whether that means eating something you haven't previously allowed yourself to eat before. Whatever it is, give up control for just a moment and have fun with it and There will be some fear attached to that, but plan for it, right? So plan for it. So I'm going to eat the chocolate cake because I never let myself eat the chocolate cake and I know it's going to be scary for me and I'm afraid I'm going to lose control and I'm going to allow myself the freedom to lose control if that's what happens. This is an amazing concept that will open you up to so many beautiful opportunities in your life. Be free, have fun, get on the floor and play. Take off your shoes and dance. Eat the chocolate cake, my friends. You won't die from eating the chocolate cake, of course, unless you're allergic to something in the chocolate cake. In that case, I caution you to be careful. Eat the chocolate cake, the metaphorical chocolate cake, and have fun with it and allow yourself to lose control in a safe way, whether that means... I'm losing control, but I'm around people who I know can help me. Or I'm losing control because I'm in the safety of my own home. Or (laughs) I'm losing control because I'm not used to laughing and being free and it feels so good. Oh my goodness, does it feel good? I'm encouraging you to laugh and play and have fun. I'm encouraging you, my friend, to rediscover what feels good to you. You are not the same person that you were yesterday. That's my hope. And what felt good to you yesterday and what aligned with you yesterday may not feel good or align with you today. So it's my hope that you rediscover who you are and who you want to be. And you begin doing small nourishing things that feel really good to you. And you just have faith that it will all work out in the end. Your spiritual source will take care of you in the end because ultimately you are are destined to be happy. You are supposed to be happy. And if you don't feel happy, then it means a little bit of tweaking needs to happen. But the universe is designed for us to be happy and feel fulfilled and be loved and to love one another. So go forth, my friend, and have a good time. And I hope that these 12, hi- these 12 tips... Excuse me, um, serve you in a way that will help you in your overall transformation. If you would like to know more about each of these steps, by all means, visit me on Substack where you can read the articles. That's RitaHaddad.Substack.com or check me out at SantaAnimaWellness.com where you can always find loads of information and you can always contact me, send me an email, ask me your questions, share your story, or catch up on articles because I. I truly believe that education and knowledge are power. So I'm all about sharing and giving to you. Well, that's all for today, my friend. And I will catch you next Thursday for the next episode. I hope you'll stick around.